Hola, this is Maria Plata, and I am here to tell you all about the random things I learn every day. I am a mom, a wife, a teacher, a highly sensitive person, and just a creative soul who wants to share my day-to-day learning with you. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast, and let's get talking. Hello, and welcome to the Plata Life Podcast, Season 6, Episode 14. Today, I get to introduce a new character to you for my story series that I'm doing and just update you on what's going on in the everyday life of the Plata life. (laughs) I think these introductions are getting weirder and weirder every time, but uh, yeah, it's been nice last week. I'm trying to think what's happened. Oh, um, my husband and I have implemented the unicorn time, um, from that book I shared about last, last week, I think. Um, and I was able to take my three hours to myself and do whatever it was that I friggin' wanted outside of anything that has to do with work or the house or parenting or managing anything outside of like, you know, anything that I already have to manage. So let me tell you, I went and found this little park with some of my most favorite trees. I wish I could show you what I like the movement I made when I tried to figure out what kind of trees. Um, I really don't know their names, but they have like the branches that start really close to the bottom of the trunk and they have these very dark leaves and it just kind of like doing the movement with my arms as if you can see me you clearly can't anyways this is not about the trees I mean it's always about the trees but I found this little park that has some of my favorite trees and I was able to sit underneath one of them and just read write think do nothing feel the sunshine on my face um for those three hours and it was glorious I like I don't know how else to describe it. And then I went to this, yeah, it's a tiny little park. Um, and there's like a little lake with a little fountain thing. And so there was like ducks and birds and then a goose that wouldn't stop circling my little blanket. And um, I thought it was going to attack me. But then I was like, you know what? No. I was like, what if it starts talking to me because of my stories I've been writing? I'm like, I'm really starting to lose my mind here. Uh, but no, I'm just kidding. I didn't really think that. And yeah, it was just so, I don't know how to describe it, but I'm really looking forward to this week so that we can have that time again to just, you know, my husband took three hours to do whatever he wanted. And then I took three hours to do whatever I wanted. And there was like, I gave myself that permission to just be like to not have to do anything that made me productive or that made me feel ready for the week it's just like what I actually genuinely wanted to do um and actually it was interesting part of that was setting up my planner for the next week but it's just because I really love like doodling and just kind of doing little sketches in my planner and so it was like I realized that my planner hasn't really been there for me because I need to have things scheduled out. I need to have a plan, but more so because I just really enjoy thinking about the week and just sort of processing like what needs to happen through creativity by doodling or doing some sort of sketch or whatever it is. So 
yeah, it was really, it was very, very nice. So if you are interested in learning more about that, um, I shared it about, about the blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> if you're interested about learning, oh my gosh, it is so early. I can't talk. If you're interested in learning about the book I'm talking about, I shared it in the previous episode. Um, and it's by the author E. Rotsky. She also wrote a book called Fair Play, which um, I haven't read, but I, I need to go look into it because it's been on my to-read list. Um, yeah, so it's been it's been really good. Like, I really think that sitting down with my husband and having this conversation about why this time is important to us and sort of the benefits of really stopping and asking ourselves, you know, what is it that you really want to do? Like, what what fills your soul, you know? Like, what fills your cup or whatever phrase you want to use um, was just really, for me personally, really transformative in the way that I'm giving myself permission to not do the laundry on Sunday morning and just be like, I'm going to go do these things because they make me happy. Um, and then not have that guilt that other things are not going to happen because I gave myself this time. So it just is what it is, you know? Um, anyway, so yeah. Uh, and in the process of getting all of this situated, I, came up with the next character that I'm about to share with you. Um, yeah, I am realizing that there's so much underneath my need to have this sort of like, I don't know, life outside of what people assume I should have or just what's been offered to me. Um, when I left the classroom five years ago, God, it's been five years yeah, five years ago, I'm counting on my fingers. Um, yeah, five years ago, I had decided that I did not want to teach anymore. And I was like, bye. (laughs) I was really stressed out. I was really burnt out. I was just really just done with the everyday anxiety I felt of being in the classroom. And I decided to take a chance on myself and start building a business teaching Spanish classes. And I, (laughs) I have so much compassion for myself now that I think about that time. And I feel like I was grasping at things because I thought that's what I needed to do. And I wanted to be successful. Um, And I've just, I've learned so much these last five years and I've grown so much. There's also a global pandemic that happened in between then. And I had a second kid. And so um, those things really sort of put things into perspective for me of, well, what is it that I want to do with my life, you know? Um, And it brought me back to this place of having, I don't know how to call it, but like an open heart and a curious mind where I just sort of assume that things are going to happen a certain way and they just, things just show up. I don't know how else to describe that, but things just sort of show up when I need them. Um, like this new job that I have teaching in a Montessori um, setting, Spanish classes, and they're just fun. And there's no like added stress about the kids' progress and how well they're doing. It's just like fun and we're just having a good time. Um, Or the coaching training that I've gone through. I have one last meeting with my mentor and then I will be all done. (sighs) Um, 
I don't know, I get all kind of like nostalgic for realizing that like I'm about to finish this training completely. Like I finished the training, but now I'm like going through the process of getting certified and it's so exciting. I'm just so excited. Anyways, so I've learned so much about everything and I've also learned that I'm just not that great at the business aspect of having a business. I um, forget a lot of things and I think that's obviously part of like the whole ADHD thing. Um, I get very hyper-focused in one thing and then I will completely lose focus on that and go on to the next thing without fully fleshing out that idea. And so um, I feel like the last few years since the pandemic happened, it's just been a lot of hopping back and forth between I should do this, I should do that, I need to do this, I can do this. Anyways, needless to say, I am in the process of really sitting down and getting to the bottom of why this happens for me and what I can do to help myself because I do want to build a successful business and I spent last Friday sort of fighting with a program I'm using. Um, so I use Podia and I actually really like it. It stores all of my products and it stores um, any courses I make and I'm, I'm in the process of developing a new course that I'm going to be starting to um, sort of like fully see to the end. That's my goal and I'm saying it out loud so that I can be held accountable. But um, I really like it for that aspect. It also has like an email component that I can use um, their system to send out emails. And last Friday, it like bounced back like 20%. It's probably a little less than that. I'm just exaggerating a bit to make it sound more urgent. I don't know. Anyways, a pretty large amount of percentage of emails that were bounced back that didn't go through after I'd spent like 40 minutes writing out this email. And I don't know, it was just kind of like this, why did that happen? And are these really the kind of emails I want to be sending out every Friday? And I just really have not understood marketing very well. So I'm taking this course on how to market things well. And like this course is taught um, by a neurodivergent person. So I think that really is helping me just really get these things. I was like, oh, that's what marketing is all about. Okay, I can do that. <sighs> Anyways, so I'm in the process of figuring out how I want to move forward with this business because I'm about to fully apply uh, for a business license for this new endeavor that I'm going through and close out my previous business um, account that I had and all these like nitty gritty behind the scenes things are just like super boring to me so I'm sharing that with you so that um, you sort of see that there's this other side to living a creative life because I think last week I sort of was like this is how you live creatively and you pursue in your creative endeavors and I don't know whatever else I said and I'm really saying that yes there's that and then there's this also like counterbalance piece that we have to look at the things that maybe we're not so good at and for me that's marketing and all the businessy stuff like I just ugh, I don't love it but if I ever want to have a successful business that's bringing money in, that's making an impact in the world outside of me, just like sort of kind of showing up and be like, hey, I have this thing and it's cool. And, you know, like really fully accepting myself right now and choosing that presence over perfection and showing up in a way that 
it's okay to go slowly and it's okay to do things differently and it's okay for me to do it, but I, I need to show up and not just kind of sort of show up. I don't know if that's making any sense, but I do share this, all of this with you so that you get that perspective that it's not, it's not all sunshine and butterflies and rainbows, although it is, um, it is, and there's more to it. Um, there's a lot of behind the scenes that we don't necessarily see all the time. Um, so much learning, so much reading, so much listening to podcasts, so much talking to other people, so much hashing ideas out with somebody else, like all these things that you don't necessarily see when I'm like, Hey, I'm doing a workshop. And like, it just kind of looks like I'm doing a workshop, but there's been so much preparation behind it. Um, I think it's just important that we get that full picture in here. So, all right. With all that being said, I am in the process of figuring that out. Um, it's not going to be very pretty and I understand, I understand that and I'm okay with that now. I used to not be okay with that, but I I get it. And then also questioning, like, do I go back to social media so that I can really focus on the marketing? I'm like, I could totally market without it, but I don't know. I'm just, all these things are like swirling around my head and, and you know, it's just a lot. So giving you that behind the scenes information. Um, all right. So when I sat down to write the story, um, I actually finished it yesterday. Today's Tuesday. Uh, I'm not recording on a Monday, um, because I couldn't finish the story and I finally forced myself to sit yesterday. I'm like, okay, once you start writing, it's going to be so much easier. But I was dreading it because, I don't know. It's like when you first meet someone and you're not really sure what they're all about and it feels a little wonky and a little like, I don't know, just weird. And so I really wanted to, um, yeah, I really just wanted to get to know this character and I felt like I ran out of time to really have it be in my head. And so this is a character and, um, I don't want to tell you what it is just yet until, and I'm actually not going to put it in the title of this episode. Um, I want to see what your imagination does and see if, I mean, I can't see, but I'm curious to see what you see for yourself. Um, and then, yeah, so I'll read the story and then I will continue to write about this character for the next three weeks. And by the end of this month, I will have four parts and four illustrations and that's just sort of the pattern that I realized works really well for me. Um, I don't know why I chose it this way. I just did. Uh, also I went back and edited all three of my stories from the previous months and I do so many run on sentences that I just like, ugh. <sighs> so I will go back and edit all that, um, on the computer. Like I just did it on paper. Um, and then I think I'll upload them to Podia. See, that's the thing. I need to figure how to organize this thing that I'm creating and there's a lot of thinking that happens. Um, I'll figure out a way to share it with you so that you have the stories that you can read again at some point without having to go through the blog and find the posts that I did. Okay. I'm talking so much, so I will stop talking and start reading, which involves me sort of talking. Um, okay. Part one, Sally. I put my hand inside my bag and reached for the key. I didn't know what it was at the time I had found it many years ago. What I did know was that this key would eventually come in handy. I hadn't realized it would happen in the middle of the forest, and that it would be with a magical gate that had shown up out of nowhere. 
I was still feeling a little sad about Agar leaving. Adrenaline passed through my veins as I placed the key inside. Perfect fit. I laughed out loud and jumped back as the gate opened up. It creaked loudly as if it had been op- as, as if it hadn't been open in decades, maybe even centuries. I took a few steps. The air felt crispier and fresher on the other side. I looked back one last time and said, Thank you, Agar. I'm okay and excited to see you again someday in my head. I knew he'd appreciate knowing I was okay and had made it through the gate. I heard howling in the distance and smiled. What a great little fox. The trees were incredible on the side of the mountain. It was almost as if I had gone out of the forest and into a rainforest. I was suddenly surrounded by cecropia trees. Um, Side note, I have no idea how to say that. The leaves on these trees were marvelous, large and almost circular. I enjoyed looking up and noticing the different colors and shapes of these leaves. Then I heard some rustling off in the distance. Here we go. Time to meet another character. I began to think about the day when I found that key. It had been a rainy afternoon and I was feeling a little annoyed that I couldn't go on a hike as I had planned. It can be a little frustrating for me to want to do things and not be able to do them. The reason for my limitation is not usually important. What I have noticed is that there is this intense sensation of not being in control that really bothers me. Anyway, so on this particular day, I was grumpy and annoyed that my plans had been ruined. Instead, I sat at home, staring out the window and sulking. I tried to distract myself by reading and then painting, but nothing seemed to get rid of that annoying feeling. So I went outside in the backyard. I stood under the rain and just allowed myself to get soaked. I looked up and the sky felt so incredible as the heavy clouds rolled through. I looked around and noticed that a tiny little stream had formed by the trees. All of the water was rushing quickly through this part of my backyard and I felt glad to feel grounded once again. I had completely forgotten about the frustration with my change of plans. In fact, I felt completely satisfied just staring at the water passing through. Then I saw something sparkly shining off on the side. I was instantly taken by my curiosity and began digging in the dirt. The mud clung under my nails and then I grabbed the object. It was a key, like one of those vintage skeleton keys with the swirls at the top. I held it tightly in my hand and felt this connection to it. I had no idea when it would come in handy, so I just carried it around everywhere I went, and I was so glad to have brought it with me on this trip. The more I thought about the circumstances of this point in my life, the more excited I became. I was a little eager, I had to admit. I wanted to meet this next character, to speed up the process, and just to get to see who they were. Feeling courageous and confident, I started to skip along. Before I knew it, I was running, feeling the wind hit my face as I sped up through with each passing second. I don't know what happened, but it became very clear to me that we were no longer playing by the same rules as in regular life. The ground became a little squishy, as if it was made on, as if it was all made out of mud. The trees began to swirl around as if we were in the middle of a Van Gogh painting, the colors blending and moving along as I ran even faster. Then I reached an open field where the earth was no longer made out of its regular material. I slipped as I tried to continue running. With a loud splat, I fell directly on top of some purple flowers. I realized that everything was made out of paint. I couldn't contain my excitement, and so I started to laugh. Hard, the kind of belly laughing that you do late in the evening when you're laughing with your best friend. I slowed myself down and just admired the beauty of this made-up paint world. I couldn't tell if I was dreaming or not. I heard rustling off in the distance again and decided to follow my curiosity. This world was still sort of covered in paint, but the further away I went from the field, the more real life I began to switch to again. Eventually, I made it out of the middle of the rainforest where I found 
a small cage on the floor. It looked like it had been hanging on one of those streets and had fallen down. The door was open and I could see paw prints on the mud. I wasn't sure what the animal was since I had never seen tracks like these before. It almost looked like the animal or creature tried to walk but instead slithered away. I wondered if it was injured. I continued to I continued my walk, knowing that I would end up meeting this creature at some point. There are times in my life when I have just known something to be true. There is no questioning it, just believing it. This was one of those instances. I heard rustling up in the trees and then a loud metal sound. A long, high-pitched call echoed through the forest. Ah, What was it? And where was it coming from? I kept trying to walk, but it was hard to move my body and look up at the trees at the same time. Ah, it got louder and deeper as I went into the forest. I hadn't realized I was so tightly holding onto the key. I let it go and gently placed it back in my bag. Maybe I would need it again someday. When I looked up again, I saw a cage hanging in one of the trees. It was a large oval bird cage. Inside of it was a sloth, and it was now quietly crying. Oh no, I shouted and quickly looked for a way to climb up the tree so I could get a closer look. It was a good thing I had loved to climb trees as a little girl because it came in handy during this time. I carefully placed one foot and then another and climbed up. I could see its body and, I, and it didn't seem to be seriously hurt. It was covering its face with its long brown arms. Hey, I said quietly, are you okay? It slowly moved one of its arms and just looked at me. Tears were falling down its cheek and I could hear soft whimpering. Um, let's see, how can we get you out? I was thinking out loud. I wanted to move quickly so that I could make sure it was okay. But at the same time, I knew that I needed to calm down so that I could think clearly. What's your name? I asked as I was trying to get a better look at the cage. Maybe if I grabbed a stick, I could try to open up the door of the cage. Sally, she responded quietly. Her voice was gentle and unhurried. Although she seemed sad, her face patterns still made her look like she was smiling. Hello, Sally, I'm Isabel, I responded calmly. I'm going to see how I can get you out of here, all right? It felt like an eternity, but she nodded her head. This allowed me to take a deep breath in and figure out how to help her. So there you go. That's a new character. Her name is Sally the Sloth. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, Yeah. I I really feel like part of the message that needs to come out is just that, you know, sometimes we need to slow down. And so what better character to help us learn how to do that than a sloth, right? So I'm so excited to develop this idea and share it with you, um, even sharing all the behind the scenes, even though I feel a little not embarrassed, but just sort of like, yeah, I don't have it all together. And I'm figuring things out on the day-to-day -day. and I think that's what makes it kind of fun right like these characters I don't know what's gonna come with Sally the Sloth I just know that she's the character I need to work on for the next month and I'm excited to see what she teaches me and all the crazy things that show up in my life because of it um side note uh my mom took the kids to the zoo and she, or no, I think it was the aquarium last week when I was debating, like, so should it be a sloth? Should it not be a sloth? And she brought back a, a t-shirt for one of my kids uh, and it had a sloth on it. And I was like, okay, that's funny. I guess maybe I should. And then on a Friday, I was like, I was teaching one of my small groups and I'm like, man, do I really want to do this? Like a sloth? I don't know how I'm going to make that work. And one of my students was giggling. I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, how do you say sloth in Spanish? And I'm like, that is so random. Why do you want to know? And they just giggled. And I'm like, 
okay, I guess it's a sloth then. Uh, those little messages just like tend to pop up when I'm trying to figure it out. So um, I really doubt that a sloth is going to cross in front of the road. Um, if it does, I'd be really um, definitely call animal control because no one's supposed to have a pet sloth. Apparently they're like super endangered and I've been reading up on them, but that's besides the point. Um, not that they're in danger, but that I've been reading up on it. I also have to get going. So um, I will share all the interesting things I've learned about sloths through this story, I guess. Um, but yeah, so I want you to think about why do you think that Sally the sloth is in this cage? And what do you think is going to happen to her? Um, what can we learn from a sloth in general, you know, from the, the art of being slow, I guess. Um, yeah, so I hope you have a great week. I hope you enjoy this new chapter of this new character, um, that you can get some information, at least some, um, about what it's like for behind the scenes of trying to establish a creative practice along with the business. Or I guess I should say how to establish a business as a creative practice. I don't know. Um, anyways, so thank you so much for being here and I will talk to you next week. Adios. Thank you for listening to the Plata Life podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, or just share it with a friend. I would greatly appreciate it. Bye.